Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I am excited to announce that Joe Espada is going to be the new manager of the Houston Astros. Time to remember yesterday's John and Lance show. Kind of. Anybody? Yeah, we'll hear. Anybody? Yeah, we'll hear. You're not on X? I'm not on X. Xing right now. Xing right now. Xing, Xing, Xing right now. But yeah. you're too important to your butt. I wish it was a contract. I wish it was a contract. Contract. See, no accountability, John. Dear Circus, anyway, because all that weird stuff you do. Uh, true that. True that. True that. Del Ola Machete. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so we'll we'll get to these calls here. But apparently Bob Nightingale is hearing that Alex Bregman is not going to get a contract extension. I talked about this yesterday uh, on the show, and I found out last week that... uh, Bregman's buying a house in Arizona. Well, I'm glad I got it confirmed by an actual baseball guy with a blue Bob Nightingale. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Bregman is, is doesn't look like, it doesn't look at least. And you heard Scott Boris talking about Altuve, that the Astros have reached out, want to do a deal. They, you know, I think Altuve gets done because it's, he's not looking for a six, seven, seven, eight, 10-year deal, um, Bregman is looking for a long-term deal, and the Astros ain't about that life. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, my word on the well, the word that I got Why is Why are that, we moving when you're under contract this year? Well, he's got one more year, though. I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Are you going to make that? Are you going to fly in every day? No. Why, why are we talking he's about where he's living then? Ho- this is the new social media scrub. Well, he's going to keep his house here for now, but he's planning on the future. And he's from New Mexico, so Arizona makes sense. Yeah, it's dressed up New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's fancier New Mexico. Yeah, way fancier. Yeah, you fancy. wouldn't want to live in yeah. – I mean, New Mexico is not a – that's not a choice. No, You're that's – born there. Why you ain't moving to New Mexico? All right, people want to chime in on Dell being yeah. – um, uh, no, well, not not a good American. No, not, not great. Now, somebody asked, didn't somebody at the station steal a hamburger? No one stopped them. No. That it wasn't did happen. Stealing a hamburger, they that did literally happen. brought hamburgers up. So what's worse, not t- not stopping worse, a, but a hungry father from feeding his kids, or a guy stealing a hamburger? See, from you're, you're just assuming Multiple that whole hungry father. You don't know that he is it. You don't know. 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 <laughs> and Renee said, "I have to admit, there have been times when that self checkout does not work, and I've thought about walking out and not paying." But mm. I'm a good person. Yeah, but he's a good person as opposed to Dell. That's when your moral compass. I just want to point Del. out, I didn't steal. Okay, I know, but you. No, kind, but you just. By proxy, you might as well. By proxy, you're an accessory you to the crime. By proxy, How you so? stole. You aided and abetted. I didn't set up. You might have the, been distracting oh. the counter people. What? Uh, I don't know. You, you don't yeah, know. Exa- I know. Actually, I do know. Think I was, it was there. A murder because oh. if it was a murder and you didn't help police, yeah, obstructing justice. Well, they would have to ask for my help, and no one's asked for my help. Aid. Well, hopefully now the police have heard this, like Officer Phillips. 
and he can get on his detective Yeah, let's beat get Officer Phillips in come, here. Uh, He's not a see detective. See where Dell stands on this criminally. Like, what? Officer Phillips can get on his detective He's beat. not a detective. Wow. I thought Whoa. you buried the hatchet. He would have wow. called himself Detective Phillips. Maybe if he solves this right. crime, he will be. Let's hear what America has to say. He's not solving any crimes. Let's hear Peter. Let's get him in here. Hey, Peter. I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I got to defend Dell a little bit here. I was at a uh, Home Depot and two guys walked out with some big uh, Milwaukee drill sets, like really expensive ones. And I went to stop it, but the manager grabbed me and stopped me from running out after them because Home Depot didn't want to deal with any potential, you know, problem if I got hurt. Well, hold on, but you made an but attempt. you made an attempt. As opposed to Dell, I, I, I did make. What a great person! Yeah, you, yeah. No, yo, Peter, you are Peter, a great you American. To, you made the attempt. To... You were thwarted. Yeah. Your attempt was thwarted. Dell is giving a penny to charity and thinking what a great person he is. <laughs> I rounded up. I didn't know the bill was two ninety nine. That's what we really. Honestly, I'm not sure our focus is on the right thing. <laughs> a penny. Round up. Round Let me up. look at what it is. Oh, no, I rounded yeah. up first. No, 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 no. Thanks, Peter. Thanks thank for you, your Peter. service. Yeah, thank you for thank your, you service, for your service. Chris, what are you? What what's this situation like for you? Ironically, mine was Home Depot as well. And in <laughs> September, I went to buy a couple of small tables, and uh, for a birthday party in the checkout, there wasn't a skin tub barcode on. And the lady looked at me. She goes, "Well, if Home Depot don't want to put a skin code on it. You might as well just take them." And I'm like, uh, don't think that's how it works. He's like, we should be paying, putting scan codes on. And I'm like, man, these are twenty nine ninety nine. So I paid for them, Dale. Thank you. And I think you owe OCVS for those. Thank groceries. you. I'm sure you owe CVS for that cart full of food. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. How does that work? That's, a, that's a, Hold on. Did, Chris, did, that's what Chris said. Okay. Did, did Chris? Yeah. Chris, Chris is the ultimate arbiter of yeah, this. Chris brought it up. I, yeah. I never thought of you having to pay for it, but that's something new to discuss, I well, guess. If you witness, if you see something, say something. Yes, is what is right. on the subways. Uh, Dobby, it's not terrorism. He, what are you talking about? Well, if you see something, say something. Yep. Did you see something? Yeah. Did so you did guy, say something so until you know what he said. It was in my office, <laughs> you know, and I brought it to light here. Me and John. Did. You know what Dell said? <laughs> that's what he said. So that's what the guy who worked <laughs> he said, there said. Huh. <laughs> uh, Dobby the elf is here. Oh, or, I don't know no. Dobby the elf is, but uh, <laughs> Dobby, how are you? And only the elves in Lake City can no longer support Del Onalomalaya. Yeah. Remember no. that they were standing in support of you. What was everyone against Dell for? Um, Officer, Officer Phillips. Phillip. Yeah. 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 Actually, most people supported Dell. Uh, now you've lost the elves. No, you, you lost the elves. You lost the elves from, uh, yeah. from Dobby, Dobby just remember, I can always re- revert your freedom. That's easy. I can make the house elves don't really control whether they're free or not. Just let, let you know, Dobby. <laughs> so you watch yourself. Uh, well, I'd like to see what well, Gilbert thinks about theft. Well, well I didn't steal. He did. Well, you did, kind of. But let's you get were Kevin okay in. with let's it. Let's get Kevin in here. Hey, Kevin. Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good, Raider, buddy. What's, what's up, on? Red Raider? Oh, man, chilling, chilling. Hey, look, there's a code. And Dale, I'm sure, knows the code in the African-American community. I would I would think Dale did the right thing because if you're on MLK and Reed Road, your ass better not get involved if somebody's walking out the store or something. <laughs> he was at Richmond and He's Kobe at Rice. Richmond, Richmond and Rice. South Rice. Yeah. Okay. Still. Uh, look, the other, the, look, bottom line, code number one in the hood, mind your own damn business. <laughs> snitches get stitches and end up in very... 
ditches. Dale did the right thing because Dale didn't want to end up in one of those ditches. So, man, give my man a break. He did the right thing. Dale, don't be listening to these two Karens that co-host this show in the you morning. could have kicked their to get legs the hell out. Beat out of you. Kevin, he could have kicked he the guy's legs them, out from under him. Tackled him, held him until the cops and came. And said, yeah, yeah. he could have said that. Done Dale, something. to be fair, right. always minds. Dell likes no. to stay out of well, every business. No. Except Kev, ours. Kevin, that's a problem with society today. Like Lance said, we need more. See parents. something, say something. See something, say something, it was, do something should add to it that. It was an it's ocean fruit, not terrorism. <laughs> See something, say something. It's, no, that's it just is terrorism good, when we're all that afraid the, that to go to a CVS. And not only that, I'm afraid of the you price of that CVS. You know what the world brought, could use more of? Grab Karen's. some mango, you, the world mango pineapple fruit juice. He wasn't leaving a, okay. a, an unattended package someplace. No, no, if no. If you started yelling, but, thief, 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 and it may have shamed him into dropping the bags and yeah, running. Right. You didn't have to make it physical. You but you're said, telling me to sit on him and hold him until the police get there. Or you could have said, sir, I've got a gun. I've got a gun. Yeah, you could have said that, or you could have said, <laughs> "That's a bad under, idea." I'm an undercover officer. Drop the bags. Right. And he might have just dropped the bags, and I'd have been like, "Man, Dell's making things happen." Like, yeah. what a good no, no, person no. Dell is. He's I'm a, an undercover he's like a movie. Mm, there's, okay. The, the chance. Have you ever seen Denzel and the? Yeah. The you think Denzel would want let him walk? The, no. You mean in a movie? You mean where he e- gets revenge? You on mean people? the Equalizer? Yeah. Denzel yeah. Equalizer. Okay. Or yeah. the one where he put a bomb in someone's butt. You know what? You know what Denzel. <laughs> Remember ne- that one? You know what Denzel never did? Or- stop a stop a father from feeding his kids. Oh, no. oh stop! Stop! You're a hero. You're a hero but now. It's you know like, who I didn't you're say, I didn't you're, say I was a you're, hero. You know who you are. You're, you're Denzel in Training Day, giving people fry. Having him smoke stuff and yeah. get all loopy. Nope. And, yeah, you're and the bad Denzel. And, no. Yeah, you're the bad Denzel. My, you're not the good Denzel. My point from the, is, the my equalizer. point is to you two is that I see all options, and possibly he was just trying to feed a family. Maybe he was just stealing the steel, or maybe he got hungry kids. You don't know, so I didn't step in. Oh no, you know. You I know. didn't know. I didn't know what his you deal know was. The, well, you know what a you crime make, is. You, and you, so you witness decisions. it and let it happen. Officer Phillips is here. Let's get Officer Phillips' opinion on this. Hey, Officer Phillip. Hey. hey, good morning, y'all. First of all, this Kevin guy, you might want to understand who actually runs the show. They don't co-host it. So yeah. oh, oh. whoever this Kevin guy is, he's a moron wrapped in an idiot. Well, I think he oh. meant by co-host, they co-host oh. together because they're both hosts. Yeah, okay. Okay. He wasn't giving okay. me any power. Well, Don't worry about it. Yeah. He empowers you to nope. commit crimes. He got upset because he thought Kevin was giving me power. He wasn't. Those <laughs> two are the co-hosts. That's what he meant. <laughs> you speaking truth to power? Yeah. How come you? How come you didn't pull out your phone and, and, and record it? Yeah. Because I'm not a Zoomer. I don't care. I'm gonna film. Why a guy. didn't you record it? Yeah, I, You could have had clout. Shame. Because I don't care about clout. Shame. You could have recorded okay. and well, given it, and you could have followed him around. Follow him around. Situation like this. I rolled up. I rolled up to a, it was actually at a Walgreens. They stopped a lady who had diapers and some formula. And the person in it, and one of the people in the store wanted to pay for it. I was like, hold on, hold on. So did what I had to do, put her in cuffs at first. And I'm asking her what's going on. She's like, my baby's hungry. She goes, I don't have, you know, any assistance. You know, the dad's a deadbeat. I said, I'll tell you what. I took her out of the cuffs. I told her, look, you, you how many cans of formula did you take? 
He took one. They produced it when he's on the counter. One can of formula and diapers. I went in and bought two more bags of diapers and two more cans of formula. Look at this. On me. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah, you could have picked up his you, tab can, like a back. good American. You should have actually picked up his tab and can bought I him ask more food. a reasonable question of Officer Phillip? Is it a police officer's yeah. advice for a, a normal citizen to try to stop a robbery? Yes. No, I'm not asking you to tackle them or Hang anything, up, but you're going to say, hey, you know, you could, you, could, you could have put some bass in your voice and said something. You could have said, listen, let me get you more food. If you thought those kids were hungry, you think that was yeah, enough? Yeah, oh, yeah. You could have bought Here's more your penny. food. Excuse me. Here's your penny. Excuse me. <laughs> Here, I already gave a penny. Excuse I'm done. Me. May I ask you two a question? Yeah, go ahead. Where do you think I work? You think, you think I got discretionary income to just be feeding John everybody? John gave you yeah. food and you didn't even eat yeah. it yesterday. You could have given them exactly. the gumbo. Exactly. Give them the gumbo. With the money I make, I got to save stuff. <laughs> That's why I didn't eat it yesterday. Officer Phillips, uh, would you say it's a good idea if you see something to say something? Of course. I mean, I don't want to put himself in harm's way because, you know, a 12-year-old schoolgirl might be able to beat him up. But still, all I'm saying is, you know, you could yell and put some bass in your voice. Coming from a guy him, who put a pregnant know. woman in handcuffs. Okay. <laughs> we we talked. We have just got past. <laughs> we, we're talking we we're talking about we who can, got past all we're this. We're talking about who you can guys had settled it. Coming from a guy who put a pregnant woman. <laughs> we're, we're talking about guys who can beat up and who, who can beat up who. You uh, you tried to arrest a, a woman trying to feed her toddler, Hold and you're on. coming at me. You know what? This no, was, he didn't. He bought her more. He put her in handcuffs first. Well, to teach because her she stole. To teach. You know what it is? It's a deterrent to everyone. You're around terrible. Him. You say if I'll cuff this pregnant woman. Then you better not be stealing. Guess what? People didn't. Mm. And then you, what did he do? What's the moral? He did what Jesus would do. Mm. Bought her more formula. Bought her more food. Just like his That's wife right. would tell him to do. As long Jesus. as the sob story was good enough, he right. bought her more. But right. first, his Your first, so- his first could- action was lock her up. Well, no. He had to, he had to detain <laughs> the criminal. Lock her up. He had to detain He's the criminal. He's a police officer yes, now. Uh, ma'am, are you in the second or third trimester? <laughs> second, handcuffs go on. <laughs> but beat it. No. You're terrible. It's not Officer done by Philip is a, is, a, is a great Samaritan. Phil- you? You know what? He did Penny. his duty. Well, no, no, that's how it is. He did his duty as an officer, and then as a person, yeah. as Philip or whatever, he went and said, let me do this. You know what a great you, person. You know what a listen. great Samaritan does? Calls a radio show and tells them about their great acts. That's, That's what Samaritan. No, no, we no, no. We asked we him, basically. Him. Uh, isn't there somebody called Penny Clown? Lock her. Pennywise. Up. Pennywise. Lock There's her Pennywise up. right there. Pennywise. Pennywise now. That's what you that's, are. That's fine with me. We're F- not doing lock, lock her, her up. up. Stop your chance. <laughs> we got to break in here. We got to talk about Chastain. Chastain Ford's the best. Chastain Ford. Is where you're going to get your. I'm telling you, you are going to get your Ford on. I love Chastain Ford. I bought my my uh, Lightning there. I bought my my um, uh, my, my other car. There. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Anyway, I love them both, and I got the best deal from them. And you're going to get the best deal from them. You say, well, John, you you speak for them. It doesn't matter. You are part of the Chastain family. You are going to be part of the Chastain family when you walk into that door. They are going to take care of you. And the first thing they're going to ask you, even when you go online, okay, where do your payments have to be? Because that's so important. It really is because you don't want to have this car four, five, six months later or three, four years later and be going, I can't afford this. This is horrible. This is a terrible experience for me. Chastain Ford wants it to be the best experience for you. And they're going to keep you in that neighborhood so that you can not do so you don't have to choke on those payments. And they're going to do it by not adding on or marking up. 
That's not what they do. They're going to give you all the rebates they possibly can. They got the super duty right now with $2,500 off, or you get 0% financing for 36 months. They're the best. You will love doing business with them. Businesses do. You will too. I promise you, you're going to get your best deal at ChastainFord.com. It's on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse. You're back the in the Veritex Community road. Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. You know, CJ's rise has brought, I mean, it is crazy right now. The way people are talking about CJ, just nine games into his NFL career, but they're talking about him on the tiers, on the tier level with, with above Josh Allen. Last night was was almost ridiculous. Josh Allen, you know, he is a turn. He's been a turnover machine. He continues to be a turnover Most machine since eighteen by a long shot. Um, but. I mean, How? the Bills screwed that oh my game God. up so bad. Okay, so they're five and five, John. The Colts are five and five. Yeah. Texans are five and four. The Texans are above the Bills now. Yeah, as well they should be. They played better, and they've got a. I'm telling you, they're beating winning teams better than any AFC team. Better than any AFC team. Their win percentage in their in their wins. Their the percentage of teams that they're beating is better than any AFC team. So 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 let me let me ask you this: on the last play. So Will Lutz comes in after an interference call down the field. First of all, cover zero on a blitz for Russell Wilson when all he has to do is throw the ball up and he gets an interference call down the field. Why are you not playing deep and and, and stopping? Why are you thought, with a, I think the thought with is cover zero all Russ is blitz. a ball holder. I think the thought was. Well, they just sacked him to play before. Yeah, Russ is going to. The thought is probably. Cover zero means we're going to have a free runner at Russ, and all we got to do is make sure that he, you know, because he's he's not a guy who gets rid of it on time. But he picked up a he picked up a pi. Yeah, it's as good as a reception. Yes, but I mean the game was lost because Buffalo had twelve on the field at a field goal. So 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 then they they kick the field goal. Will Lutz misses it. They run off the field and run on with time with time yeah. rolling down like they did a great job of getting there with plenty well, but, of time. Well, but but when you substitute like that, the defense has plenty of time to get their personnel on the field too. You can't snap it when you do something you like that. You don't need You know what? I don't even know that you even want to uh Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you you have it's it's one of those things where you almost want the defense just to stay. You don't really practice for that actually where but you, How uh, often do you practice for you're literally at the end of the game. There's no timeouts left. Do you think they practice that? Yes, absolutely. You do? practice that. And oh, by the way, wait a minute. I'm, I'm talking Hold about on the a defense second. Hold on off a second. and on. Hold on a second. There's first team field goal block. Right. There's first team. There's second team. There's first team kickoff. First team kick return. You ha- you know what team you're on. Yes, but it's never in no other situation is the clock running where it's a. It's a mad scramble. No other situation is that the kickoff yes, the team is not return, a mad Punt return, you, you do that all the time. The clock could be running when you're going on for kickoff, for punt return. No, hey, but yes, it is. It's running, but it's not a mad scramble t- towards the end I of the game. I don't care. You know if you're on that team or you don't. I get it. But you know who was on the field that shouldn't have been? Who was taken who? off the field who? for the for the winning field goal? 
Who? Leonard Floyd. Okay. Leonard Floyd should not have been, uh, apparently, the only guy that was uh, that was on the field for the missed kick, and then they had to re-kick because of 12 men. Leonard, F- Leonard Floyd ran off the field, and then he made the kick. Now, have you ever, and one of the things that I'll look at, not very closely, but it is interesting to see who's on a block kick team because uh, it's not always, it's not just the defense. Like, it's not. And it's not all backups. It's defensive line typically is going to be there. You have some uh, either wide receivers or corners that will come off the yeah. come off the edges. I'm just saying that it is. I, I don't think the only time I've well, I shouldn't say the only time, but it is rare to see the games on the line. You got to get an entire unit off and on. I, I remember seeing it obviously Baylor versus TCU last year, where TCU looked like they weren't going to have enough time, and they were able to make it happen. I'm always impressed, but I never really thought until last night about how difficult it can be depending on who you're who you have on the kick block team. I don't think they probably practice getting off and on quickly during a practice. Okay. I'm gonna just just say this. That doesn't matter. You know if you're on the field goal block team or not. You know that. Why are you on the field, Leonard Floyd? You cost your team a possible chance at the playoffs. Yeah. You cost your coach. There's there's talk that Sean McDermott doesn't make it this week. He's so stupid. Sean McDermott has well, had success they, the whole time. They've underachieved. I don't care. It's one year. Uh, no, Guess they've who, underachieved. Well, they haven't no, gotten there. No, they've they haven't gotten, gotten there. deep. Listen. You got somebody better than Sean McDermott that you're well, thinking of? I just think that's super stupid. Well, nobody stupid. thought there could be anybody better than Lovey Smith, but there is. Okay? And it's D'Amico Ryan. Everybody thought that. <laughs> Sean McDermott is – anybody who wants to fire, that's a soccer move. Like, Sean McDermott is a really, really good coach. He can't control his quarterback making making bad decisions and, and getting rid of the football. I don't think he's well, it's the a, problem. It's more on Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah, but I don't think you should do that. I don't think – and guess what? They went down after they got rid of Marty Schottenheimer. Yeah. Those days were yeah, over. Yeah, but, but if you can't get over the top, which maybe Buffalo fans are – He's not the problem. No, Dell, how did – oh, he's not in there. <laughs> Buffalo fans, Dell Del had himself a big morning. Why? Because he's so hateful. He okay, so it he says nothing is as good as Bill's mafia. Nothing is as good as listening to a division rival podcast the morning after they blow a big game or right. lose the game they thought they're going to win. Right? Because now it's is it Brandon Bean or does Sean McDermott have to go? Should we fire? We're probably not going to fire Dorsey, but can they fire the special teams coach? What's Joe Brady doing when Josh Allen's looking so despondent on the sideline? Where's Joe Brady? And what, Does he and, have to go to? It was the best. And this I'm is telling you, a- <laughs> guys, hate watching games are great when you don't have an interest. Like watching that game last night and laughing at the Bills as they thought they had won it and then they didn't was wonderful. But the day after, when the podcasts are out and everyone, a five and five Bills you team. You were listening who, to a Bills podcast? I listened They're to it on the way in. The you sought out a I, Bills podcast? Yes, in, on the way in. That's what I listened to. I listened to those guys talk about. Such a hater. They're in, a hater. They're in this hater, crisis Bill? moment about what their <laughs> franchise is. Can can they, where's the owner? How come he never speaks? He only, he, the last time he spoke is when they had the groundbreaking for the new stadium. We need to hear from him. It's perfect. But Listen. Look at that division now. The Patriots aren't close to what everybody thought Terrible. they were going to be. The Jets lost Aaron Rodgers the first. They're, they're not close to what they were going to be. The Bills aren't close to what everybody thought they were going to be. The, the Dolphins. <laughs> the, the Dolphins, is the Dolphins Dolph- are going to cruise in with no wins against 500 teams. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is who the Dolphins have in their next four weeks. They've got Aiden O'Connell. They've got Zach Wilson twice. Oh. And they've got Sam Howell. Good oh. Sam Howell? The, oh, he throws for a bunch hey, of yards. Sam Howell is actually a good quarterback. He, he's he's right. playing well. He's not a good quarterback. Like he's all right. Like he gets he holds way, the way ball, behind takes a lot of sacks. bombs away. Just bombs away and makes games close. Yeah. I don't feel like he's a good quarterback. I feel like he's a fantasy quarterback. Uh, yeah, I wish I had. He's good with fantasy football right now. And, he's and, always behind. And no the, defense now. They gave away. They traded away all their defensive ends, so they'll always be behind. You're right. Actually, Sam Howell. How I didn't have a bigger week with Terry McLaurin, I have no idea because Sam Howell's always having to play from behind. Yeah. Throwing touchdowns to running backs. He should be cut. Now, what now? <laughs> Oh, and Will Levis is on the list, too, of Dolphins quarterbacks have to face the next. Oh, man, you've got a tough road to hold. Man, you do. How are you going to get through this? They can win 11 games, and then they then they have the Ravens, the Cowboys, and the Bills. But Zach Wilson, you got big Zach Wilson. You got tall, funky body Zach Wilson from the, from the Raiders. You got a bunch of Zach Wilsons. Yeah. Sam Howell, 66.57 yard average. 17 TDs, 9 interceptions. Maybe not that great. And he takes sacks. And, yeah. And, a lot of them. Uh, By the way, we sacks. got... Sacks. He's only taken 47. Enough about so my yeah. boy. We got Dana to talk to. Oh, Dana's next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Don't you go anywhere. Right now, though, Lance, we got Proximo. Proximo Spirits is the holding company. It's a parent company. They've got a lot of different um, alcohols that they sell. And so if you're a restaurant person and you're dealing with, you hear me talking about Maestro de Bell and you go, well, who, who's the distributor? It's Proximo Spirits. But what you need to know, the general listener out there who loves to have a tequila, loves to have a margarita, loves to have a, a reposado, loves to have an añejo, and chances are you've never had añejo or reposado, you really should give them a try. There are different types of tequilas that Maestro de Bell makes. A lot of people make them, they just don't make them as well as Maestro de Bell. Maestro de Bell actually... Uh, created. They were the first one to make the Cristalino, which is three different tequilas. There's charcoal filtered and creates clarity. And then they, um, uh, and then there's an aging process that goes with it. It really creates a fantastic tequila that is great for sipping. It's got a smooth, uh, smooth on the front end, and it's a little bit sweet on the back end. And you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, sipping tequila is something that is an enjoyable process because there's so many flavors. And the more you get into it, the more you recognize the flavor profiles of the different tequilas you're tasting. And that's how you can tell a good tequila from one that's not made as well or with lesser qualities. It is my, it's my Strudel Bell. Uh, good friends of mine, and I feel like it's something that if you haven't tried it, you need to get a bottle, put it on your shelf, go through the bottle, and tell me exactly what you think. I think you're going to find that it's a top-shelf tequila at very reasonable prices, my Strudel Bell. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You do like me. I just don't like you no more. You do like me. I don't. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. We're efforting Dana Holgerson. Brought to you every week by Damaris Barbecue, Chastain Ford, and HRMP. Big, big supporters of the Cougs. 
uh, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So we're uh, working on it. Cougs lose 24-14 this week to Cincinnati. Got Oklahoma State coming up. We've been giving away tickets, and we will continue to give away tickets uh, all week long right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So you Coug fans, make sure you keep on listening so that you get those tickets and get on out there. Dana Holgerson with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. What's up, Coach? Hey, man. How y'all doing? Doing good. Uh, Looking at that Oklahoma State game, it's funny. you got two games left. you got Oklahoma State and you got Central Florida, and boy – did Central Florida put it on them? Oklahoma State have been playing really good. They got Ollie Gordon, who can really run the ball, and Oklahoma State is coming in here now, Coach. Uh, but what happened to them on Saturday? Perfect storm. Uh, you know, it's uh, literally a perfect storm. I mean, they—they they, don't think they really knew what they were getting into down there at Central Florida. I mean, those guys are one. They're pretty good. They're—they're they're dealing with transition, like like. A bunch of us are here in the Big 12, and they're very talented. And they just they they got a couple of early turnovers, and then it started it started raining, uh, and it was it was heavy, you know. And and I just think Central Florida handled it a little bit better than Oklahoma State. That's I think that's one of those games where you just got to kind of discard a little bit because Oklahoma State's really good. Um, you know, that's a hard place to play down there, which we got to do that here in about 12 days. Go down there and play Central Florida to, to wrap up the season, which is always a hard place to play. Uh, but uh, Oklahoma State's been, you know, they've been playing pretty good. Um, they're in the, they're in the, they're in the race, you know, so they're going to come in ready to play. We got a big challenge ahead of us on Saturday. Yeah, no question. Uh, you had a challenge on Saturday against Cincinnati. The defense played pretty good, although they had, you know, a couple of opportunities um, you know, maybe a couple of things that happened. You had the pick by Donovan that turned into a fumble that you guys got the ball back. Um, but the offense, what happened to the offense on Saturday? Uh, non-existent in the passing game, which is which is just odd and uh, unacceptable. Um, you know, we've been pretty good at throwing the ball around here. Um, you know, we're a top 10 passing team last year. We Tried to even things out and balance things out and run the ball a little bit. I was actually happy with how we ran it. We just couldn't convert on third down in the passing game. I mean, it was, it was really weird. Receivers were cutting their routes short. Um, Donovan was not comfortable in the pocket. They had a couple of D linemen that that were that were getting back there and, and causing some havoc a little bit. You know, I just it, we were just off, man. It's it's not good enough. Um, you know, like you said, defense was was good enough to to win. They kept us in the game. They got some critical fourth down stops. They 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 you know forced some some uh some some punts and kept us in the game. Special teams was a wash. It was a hundred percent on the offense this week. You know, I mean, we gotta we gotta we gotta figure some things out and move the ball and score some points. You don't you don't obviously win in this league without being able to do that. So Back to the drawing board, man. We'll 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 have a good week of practice, and we'll be excited about playing Oklahoma State. How would you grade Donovan overall this season? Oh, good. You know, I, he's but he kid battles, man. I mean, he was he was the most uh, you know probably pissed off kid in the whole building yesterday. I mean, it it, it matters to him. It means a lot to him. I mean, he's a coach's kid. He. You know, he, he, he puts a lot on himself. You know, shoot, he ran, he ran for almost 100 yards. I mean, the best thing that we did offensively in the first half was him scrambling around getting first downs. Uh, you know, keeping things alive. You know, he made improvements last week with 
delivering the ball. Um, I think Parker Jenkins ran hard uh, in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, got out, probably had four or five explosive plays in the running game at, at 10 to 12 yards of rush. We just didn't get open. You know, I mean, you know, not having Matt Golden hurts, but that's no excuse. The other guys got to step up. We got six or seven other scholarship receivers that, that need to earn their scholarship. I mean, they got to, they got to run the routes that are, that are designed for them to get open and they got to make plays. You know, they're, everybody's mad because Donovan threw three interceptions. Well, man, Jack got one of them back, but uh, the other two were simply 100% receivers not going for the ball. It bounced off their head. You know, I mean, can't, can't explain it. I mean, we've, Sam Brown's been a, he's been an all conference uh, caliber receiver, you know, and, and just did, it was non existent. You know, Boogie Johnson was the hero against West Virginia and was non existent. You know, I've been bragging about Dalton Carnes, um, who's been a great player for us, great walk on doing all this and all that. It was non existent. So, it is what it is. I mean, we gotta we gotta challenge those guys, and we gotta step up, and we gotta play better. You you talk about that. I mean, it's and it's going to be more than just the wide receivers, but that's a that's a symptom when you have an entire group that just doesn't really show up and doesn't finish routes and the things you talked about there. How, where are you with your uh, with your offensive line and your defensive line in the trenches? What are your What are your thoughts on the play you're getting from from both the O line D line? Uh, D line, uh, you know, O line. I was, you know, shoot. I mean, they they played okay. You know, they, the Cincinnati had a couple of D line guys that were that were hard to handle. Uh, but you know, for the most part, I thought they were just fine. Um, you know, our defensive line. Uh, the guy that's really standing out more than anybody right now. We got two guys. Uh, Nelson Caesar got another sack. He leads the league in sacks. Uh, really happy with how he's performing. Uh, he'll go through senior night here this week. And then Jamari Caldwell is a guy that's really been coming on. Number 93, you know, he's six foot one, 320 pounds. And, uh, shoot, he's up to about five, six sacks on the year, but is really starting to come on and impress us. So uh, he's got another year, so excited about him being able to come back. But, you know, I, I, I love the fact, Lance, that you're talking about the big guys in the trenches. That's, yeah. that's what wins games, yeah, it does. you know, and, and – that's what gave me hope, you know, going into the, the season that, that we had some older guys that I think we could hold up. And I, I do think we're holding up there and we're battling. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. I mean, we got to, we got to battle, we got to compete. And, you know, that was a competitive game, um, which, which is what we're after. I mean, Big 12 is hard week in, week out. You got to show up. Um, it's going to have to be a mindset that we're going to have to continue to develop because that's just the reality here at the University of Houston. It's what we signed up for. We're excited about it. We got, you know, we got another ch- a huge challenge here ahead of us. We got two of them here in the next twelve years. Dana Hogerson with us here on ESPN ninety-seven-five and ninety-two-five. Uh, Coach, we have not asked you, and I don't want you to sp- speak sp- specifically to Jim Harbaugh. But this is a this is a huge story, and there's a there's, historically there's a lot of cheating going on in college football, and uh, all kinds of cheating going on. It, how how much would knowing the other team's signs help you if you're if you're coaching that team offensively and defensively? Yeah, it it, it makes a difference, and you can you can feel it, um, you know, sometimes more than more than others. Uh, you know, I, I felt it this past week, to be honest with you. I, I don't view 
like picking signals and stealing signals is, is cheating. I mean, I really don't. I mean, I get irritated in practice if our defense is doing it uh, based on the fact that, look, man, you guys see it every day. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's our, it's our, it's our job as coaches to kind of hide things. But if you're in like a one-on-one drill and the quarterback flashes a signal and the DB jumps the route because he's seen it a million times and he celebrates so that irritates me. And I yell at him. I'm like, don't do that. That's, that's, that's cheating. That's unfair. Now, in in competition, like when you're in a game, it's our job to hide that, you know. So now, it, you know, so that's going to happen. You know, I mean, people are going to look at TV copies. They're going to try to do everything they can to gain a little bit of an advantage. That's part of the game. I, me personally, I, I mean, that's just part of it. It's not cheating. Now, what you can't do, you, you, you can't, you can't be. You can't scout. I mean, you can't physically go scout. Like, I can't send somebody over to Rice and and film them and try and, and then use that information. I mean, that's that's a that's a common, uh, that, you know, that's 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 common knowledge. Okay, you just, you can't do that. If you do that, then you need to be fired and you need you need to, you know, go do something else. But the the the, the day to day stuff, you know, that's just a part of it. Now we've had a lot of conversations here this week um i felt like we did a poor job of hiding that against cincinnati you know and so we've we've addressed that that's why you need to huddle more you need to change signals more because it's part of the game and that part of it's not going away hmm. what do the pictures mean when we see the four the graph the, the quadrants the four quadrants of a picture a hamburger mr rogers stuff like that how does that well i don't know if you can tell us on the air about that but typically what does that mean when a team is is doing that they may have two different you know banners being held up with those different pictures what does that typically like what does it mean absolutely nothing <laughs> are you serious <laughs> it's, a, it's absolutely nothing I, I i i used to do that at west virginia it was simply just to find me you know and we got we got pretty creative we, we don't do that here we do other things as far as i uh, you know, putting, you know, covering up signals and signs and stuff like that. We got into that at, at West Virginia a lot. I put, I put Big Daddy on, uh, the, one of those, those things at one time. I put, uh, uh, Scott Van Pelt on that, which I ended up giving that thing to him as well. Uh, means nothing. It's just, it's, it's something to grab the attention of the quarterback or whoever needs to look to the sidelines for the signals to be able to find somebody. And then it covers things up. But as far as looking at those, pictures and them actually like meaning something that it's it's that's not true well you put yanni on one time i uh, put a big picture of uh of some barbecue at one point when he was there <laughs> i just get creative and put on put big cat on there before i mean there's we used to get pretty creative with what we put on there i actually kind of missed that i wish we still did it <laughs> That is, that is great. That's Dan Olgerson right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Every week right here, Oklahoma State Saturday here uh, at TDECU Stadium, and we'll give away tickets. Uh, we'll give away some tickets on the other side. So you can stay with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 and, uh, and get on out there and support the Cougs. Uh, two games left. You still got bowl aspirations, right, Coach? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the goal of every team. You know, I mean, if you're, the goal is to try to win the conference championship, which that's going to be our goal, you know, moving forward. And the longer that we're in the Big 12, the more that's going to become a reality. I can promise you that. But, 
Uh, if not that, then it's always about bowl eligibility, right? I mean, get get to six and six, get to seven and seven and five, eight and four. I mean, those are your goals. The better you get, the better the bowl game it is. Which you know, the one thing about the Big Twelve is their bowl tie-ins are are good. So that that's what that's uh, that's important. Oklahoma State's coming in. They're five and two in the league. They're in the conference championship race. Uh, they're going to come in motivated based on what happened last week. We got a big challenge, but that's what the Big 12 is all about, and we're excited about it. That's it. That's Dan Olgerson, brought to you by Damaris Barbecue, Chastain, Ford, and HRP right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Coach, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging with us. All right. Sounds good. All right. There's Dan Olgerson every week, Tuesday, 8 30, here on ESPN 97.5. And 92.5. Time for us to talk about Aqueduct Plumbing. Time to talk about Billy uh, Brown, Houstonian. Great guy. Great philosophy. I love when the philosophy at the top, you know what? It sets the tone for the whole company. Billy Brown has integrity. Billy Brown wants his guys to be going and giving the best um, estimate, giving the uh, giving fair estimate, not charging when to sh- just to show up. Uh, there have been times when they couldn't find stuff that, you know, and they just said, there's, sorry, there's no charge. It's, uh, we just came to look and, and we can't find anything. It's actually, he did it with my sister-in-law, as a matter of fact. Her, her water bill was really high. And now what the uh, issue was. And, and, and they went and they said to see if there was any leak in any of her pipes. There was no leak. And they said, well, there's no leak, ma'am, so thank you. We're, we're, we're out of here. Just so you know. Uh, you got to call the the water company and tell yeah. them you're screwing. <laughs> yeah. You're screwing. You're, well, you're but screwing. That's, but they they figure that stuff. They out. They figured it out. Like a lot of people get really worried about having a leak somewhere. Like John talks about, they can get hydrostatic tests done very very quickly for you, and they're I mean they're going to give you the actual results. You don't have to worry about getting screwed over by Aqueduct Plumbing Company. That's never going to be the case. AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. I'm looking at a pyramid right now of top 50 NBA players in the league right now. At the top, it's a pyramid. At the top is Jokic, then Curry and Embiid are on the second level. Okay. Luka, Giannis, and Tatum, third. I might put... I'd have LeBron in there somewhere. Well, LeBron is on the next tier with Booker, um, SGA, LeBron, Durant. Those four. Wow. Wow. To not have LeBron and Durant on the in those in the top six is kind of wild, but I mean the the NBA's got some talent now. Yeah. You know SGA to, for him they, to be on that level. Yeah, but he played great last year. Like he is, yeah. I don't think a lot of people pay attention to him because yeah. of where he plays. He's really talented. And he does a lot every game. He's responsible for a lot of statistics. I mean, and Luca is you said tier three. Although I think. Luca more than Steph. Luca's going to be the guy to watch for the MVP this year. Yeah. I, I think, you know, you almost have to. I don't know what else. Frankly, the numbers that Jokic puts up are unlike anything we've probably ever seen for a big man ever in history since Wilt Chamberlain. And the fact he didn't win his third one last year was was really criminal. And this year, he'll probably have the best numbers again, but. 
My guess is it will be Lucas' turn this time. So the the fifth level, Dell Edwards, he's really good. Halliburton, Anthony Davis, Maxi, and Butler. Damn. Is Butler too low? No, because Jimmy doesn't. There's like a meme out there where they have different pictures of Jimmy situated by the calendar, and this is like, does this guy even care about basketball? And that's from like no like October to February. And March to May or March to April, this guy's pretty good. And then May to June, when he becomes playoff Jimmy, he's the best player in the world. <laughs> so, no, that's not too low. Um, just because you can even watch what he's done so far. I mean, he missed the game because of a personal issue and then a knee. And then also he didn't play in the preseason. Um, so he's a guy who kind of eases his way in. He's 34 years old, so you can imagine that. But Jimmy, it, Miami fans have co- become accustomed to, let's wait to, Playoff time before we see real Jimmy. So who so the bu- so, 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 so where's the where, where's the rocket? Maxie and hold oh. on, Halliburton, Maxie, Butler, and who else? Anthony Davis Ed, and and Edwards. Okay, Anthony Edwards was a high pick. Yeah. No, Maxie was the twenty first pick. Um, Halliburton was the twelfth pick. This Jimmy Butler we already know was not a top ten pick. This this list is Luca was where was he Luca? Was a, Luca was a top. He three, was four fifth. Because I think Trey Trey Young went yeah, he third. Was I think he was. Yeah, I think he was. Or was there a tra- around there was a fifth. trade between the two teams? But Jokic was not a no. top pick. No, second Steph round. Embiid was first pick. Steph was what fifth or sixth? Steph, Steph was, was top yeah. ten certainly. But notice how few top three picks are in yeah. there. Yeah. You know, the idea is that's the only place that well, the lottery is irrelevant. And then every year we see Shingun is the most impactful player on the Rockets, and he was taken either tenth or twelfth. I think twelfth. Well, you look on that list. I think a tier below is Bam, and he and he's having a great year. Average twenty three and ten and whatever. He's not a bad, it's not a bad row. Bam out of Donovan Mitchell, Darren Fox, Dane Lillard, Kawhi, and Paul George. That's yeah. a pretty good All, line. And you you go by what Lance was saying on that list. Like Bam was a late lottery pick. That list is full of guys either late lottery yeah. or below yep. uh, of great players. I think there might be one guy who's a lo- know, high the lottery. The common pick. theme is that you have to have a top five, but. The fact is, the entire list that you're talking about right now is filled with guys who are not one, two, or three. Well, what, what, Rockets, what Rockets shows up on this list? It has to be Shingun. Shingun on the bottom row. He's with Wagner, uh, Aaron Gordon, Shingun, Porter, Jr., Boncaro, Vassal, um, Ingram, and Mobley. Michael Porter, Jr., not Kevin Porter, Jr. Not Kevin Porter, Jr. <laughs> no. He's not on that row. And we just saw Michael Porter, Jr. He's pretty good. Um, Shangun is the guy, the only guy in the top fifty. Well, that's not going to be. He's Dylan at the Brooks. bottom. That's not Fred Van Vliet. You would. It is what it, I mean. Good for Fred Van Vliet getting forty million. You would think a forty million dollar player would be in the pyramid, but he's not, and he just got lucky. The timing and money, everything worked out for him. Um, it, it, what you, Dylan what Brooks, you would think is that Jalen should be there. Yeah, but. He's not. But Shingun no, is much more would valuable. Would you actually think that? No, you wouldn't think that well, based on what you've seen. No, 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 no. Well, not what you've seen. His talent, his draft, where he was drafted. nothing about what you've watched would you think he would be in the top 50. Well, or ahead of Shingun. Uh-uh. No. You wouldn't think that. No. Especially how this year has gone. But I think people, you know, I've already made state of my case. So I'm not going to keep saying it over and over again. Jalen Green requires patience because he has to learn to play basketball in a structure with discipline, with defense. So does Shingun. And Shingun the other day just said, man, it's it's like I'm, I'm having fun, you know, playing defense and 
I love oh. winning, and these guys are just learning. Yeah. Just, just give it, give it time with no, Jalen no, no. Green. Jalen will be fine. There was a sequence. There was a sequence where uh, Jalen is at the top of the key. He goes right, and he goes up, and he's fouled, and he goes to the free throw line. Shangun comes over. They talk before the free throw. Yeah. The next play, Jalen goes right. Throws a pass to Shangun, filling from on the, from the baseline, from the other baseline, dunks it. Yep, that's cool to see guys communicating, thinking ahead. Look at what happened on this play. Next time we set them up for this. I mean, that is cool. That is really. I mean, there's so much thought. You talked about they're in there in the huddle. And whoever it is is not in there, and 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 Van Vliet's going, get in here, get in here. We got, we, you know, we need to talk about this. Little is, things make a big difference to me huge, now. Huge, huge. It's just because it looks like a real team. Like the Texans are a real team, the Rockets yep. are a real team. I don't take that for granted. The crap that we've seen from the Texans and Rockets over the last three years has been brutal. Well, it's they're not been real teams. They are not. They were not serious people. No, this is, but the they coaches were, not were serious people. The yes. coaching, nothing against Steven Silas, great guy. Boy, he just let that thing. They let he let them do whatever. Oh, it's a disaster! An absolute it, disaster for Houston. It was a disaster, it was a for, disaster Houston. for Houston. It's not a disaster for Houston. Now. And you know what? It's a disaster for Cincinnati. Turned out they were right in keeping him because they got that high pick, right with it. Right in keeping who? Right in keeping Steven Silas for that year. Oh, they yeah. They didn't want to bring in a things. guy that was going to win games. What were you going to fix things? No, no. Then and there, with you that needed roster? the off season to yeah. do that. You needed the right coach. He's the right coach. Man, it's it so felt like much the different. Coach and the organization got control by simply changing the coach, bringing some veterans in who are. Uh, I mean, Dylan Brooks is a big personality, but he's also kind of not like a. When I say he's big personality, he's not Draymond Green. He just. There's a way he plays, and he plays that way all the time, which is a, a good thing. It's it's extra. I'll get, grant you that. But Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet is a pro. He's a pro's pro. Um, and then you have, you know, Jeff Green, another pro. And you still have a lot of young guys. Ta- Tari, I mean, you've got Tari Eason and Shingoon and Jalen and Amen Thompson and Jabari Smith. But I think Amen and, and Jabari are the right kind of young players, guys who – have put a premium on work ethic, who have put a premium on, uh, you know, being able to defend, who have length and speed. Like, it's not bad to have a young team. You just want a young team that's about ball, where the main thing is the main thing. They they care about ball. They don't care about lifestyle as much as getting out there and winning games. It hurts them to lose. It's not laughing and joking with the other team after losses. Like, it was very disheartening to watch the Rockets really not give a crap and to have Steven Silas just being run over like that. It was sad. Honestly, it was sad to see. It was was very sad for me to see a grown man who I felt like was getting his chance. And he would have been good for a veteran team that knew what they were doing and had leaders on the court. Like Steven Silas would have been, you know, Hey, Mike D'Antoni got run over by James Harden, you know, and then when Kevin McHale didn't, Kevin McHale had to go, uh, you don't want a young team who can't win running over you. No. Let's no. let's test where you think this Rockets team are is before we go to break. They don't play till Friday. The Clippers have lost how many games in a row since James Harden was acquired? Is well, it four? Three or four. They play well, the. Well, he didn't. But he didn't play in the he last. Didn't play game. The fir- he didn't play the first. He didn't. 
He didn't play in their first game after he got traded. He's played in the last three, hasn't he, he? Yes, and he has All not losses. been. He's not. He's stunk. They have the Nuggets, which you expect to be another loss. The Rockets don't play till Friday. Do you feel good enough about the Rockets that going into Los Angeles, the, the Clippers likely on a long losing streak, that you would take that the Rockets in the game? The Clippers are going to see as a must-have. Uh, in Clippers, in Clipperland, it's in LA. And now, as I mentioned, the Clippers will play the That's Nuggets tough. two I mean, nights you've before. Got- and probably lose. Kyrie, I mean, not Kyrie, Kawhi, Paul George, like, provided the players play who are getting paychecks. Um, on paper, you would, yeah, you know what, what you're doing is, Rock's playing way better ball than, than the Clippers, but you're testing my, you're your testing Houston, my. Your Houston sense yeah. of the worst that can happen will happen. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I just have. see Kawhi Leonard. And then I see they're too talented guys. to be playing like this. Yeah. They're too talented. James did. James was on the floor for 29 minutes in the last game. Minus 28. He's yeah. been terrible. Since minus 20. They've lost five in a row. James they has lost been, to the Grizzlies, who are terrible. They ha- yes, the Grizzlies now have two losses: one against two wins, one against Portland, one against the the Clippers. So they'll likely have lost six in a row because they do play the Nuggets in Denver. Then they then they play at home against the Rockets in LA. Well. The, do you do you feel good about the Clippers being on a six game losing streak? You know what? I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Why are we waiting so long to play? Is this I don't just, know. Is this just because the extra rest days for having the inserts in tournament? Possibly. I'm not sure though. Were they building in? Why are we waiting so long? This it's, is like for Premier whatever League, reason like, they got a four four day. Yeah. It's like we're Premier League with the international. Whatever, a little international break here. International for the Rockets. break because I want to see the Rockets now. It's not a job anymore. It's an adventure. Yeah. It is, okay. I know. Four days off is way too long. So, you want to give away U of H tickets? Sure. 9.15? Mm, I don't know. People have that type of attention span to remember. Let's go 9.05. We just gave away a couple tickets pre- in the 7 o'clock How hour. We're going to do people it. stupid? I didn't call them stupid. I just don't. Oh, it's, my God. The listening audience flips back and forth. We like them to listen longer, but that's just not how it is. So, the Cougs have their final... Home game of the season. We just heard from the coach, Dana Hogerson. You get a chance to win a couple tickets to the Cougars game. We'll talk about it more on the other side because i got to read some copy that I don't have in front of me. But oh. before we go to break. Let me tell you about Q- QC Kinetics. I don't need copy in front of me. I actually lived it. I saw it with my wife. Saw the difference it made with her knee having the, the, the work done on her knee. When I say work done, it was just regenerative medicine. It was not. Uh, she had taken uh, the anti-inflammation shot before, the steroids, and yeah, it will reduce your inflammation if that's an issue from a pain standpoint, but then it goes away. It's just a temporary measure. Uh, you can have surgery if you like, but most doctors would like for you to wait on surgery, especially if you're below the, the age threshold of what they usually recommend for for uh, like knee replacements or hip replacements. So if you have knee, hip pain, if you've got... If you got it in your ankle, your shoulders, wherever the joint is that you're having problems, you might have arthritis in there. What you have is a deterioration of the uh, tissue and maybe even a loss of tissue. What they can do with with my friends over QC Kinetics is they help you grow tissue back. It regenerates tissue and it restores damaged tissue. And when that happens, the pain level goes way, way down. You do not have the same issues with chronic pain. And on top of that, did you know that QC Kinetics can help you out with the mobility as well, so you can get back to living that, you know, that quality lifestyle outside and taking advantage of good weather. It's QC Kinetics. Wherever you, whenever you have any issues with your joints, think of QC QC Kinetics. Four locations in the Houston area. QCKinetics.com. 
ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. God God loves a terrier. terrier.